Welcome everybody to Funeral Nation episode 221. That is Jeff, the Funeral Commander Harbison. I am Ryan Thog Martin, and this is the Funeral Professions only weekly news web show. If it happened, you heard it here. Uh, That's true. That's true. And uh, in fact, we're going to talk about that in a few minutes with some big national news uh, that we, I'm not going to say we broke, but we initiated a conversation within the industry. And so uh, before we get going, there's gasoline to the engine, which is CNJ Financial. You know, uh, if you need, the big deal for CNJ is dependability. You know, if you depend on someone to get this right and to get it knocked out the first time, CNJ is your assignment company. And I have to share with you too, uh, last week and also talking with clients this week already, that uh, wait time on the phone for you, an individual funeral home or your admins, is taking a lot longer now during COVID because guess what? The insurance companies are business. For nothing else, let our folks sit on the phone for two and a half hours. Why are you? Come on, let's talk. Roll that promotion. We may be the largest insurance assignment company in the funeral profession, but that doesn't mean we've lost touch with our roots. Here in Rainbow City, Alabama, our priorities still come down to a welcoming smile and a handshake that says we keep our promises. With all the tools and technologies that assure blazing fast turnaround, what really matters is much more old school. Personal responsibility, integrity, relationships, and the pride that comes from hearing yet another client say, you came through for us when it mattered. CNJ eliminates the challenges that funeral homes have in processing insurance death claims. If cash flow is vital to your business, welcome home. You're exactly right, Jeff. Golly, efficiency and best use of time. We got to start thinking like owners and quit acting like employee funeral directors. That's a whole nother episode. Yeah, in fact, we uh, we need to have that one. I just wrote an article that's going out that um, it'll be interesting. Uh, Jamie read it first and said, hmm, thought-provoking, hard-hitting, and it's the truth. So you know where that's going there. There we go. I love it. Hey, so, you know, FEMA this week literally came out and giving more guidelines and honing down the message of some more specifics. Uh, it's interesting, again, and we had Leslie on with us, Leslie Witter, a few weeks ago from NFDA, who that was about three weeks ago, said it's not really together yet. So I think because of Funeral Nation and the questions we asked, they finally right. in Washington, like, hey, wait a minute. These Those guys. On to us, we need to get it knocked out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so that guidance came out. And it's good that there's finally official guidance um, on it, right? And and. What are we what are we calling this? It's the uh, Coronavirus Response and Relief Supplemental Appropriations Act. Um, so NFDA, we're gonna have Leslie on again to kind of break this down. But in their recent issue of the NFDA bulletin, they have some guidance on it. Most notably, FEMA shared that the maximum financial assistance that a family could get is $9,000 per funeral. Um, so, you know, I know that there were other numbers out there that were not official. So the max uh, is gonna be $9,000. And that's gonna be, we discussed this with Leslie, like um, to our knowledge, that's going direct to the family, not to the funeral home. So if you didn't get paid, 
well, that's your fault and you need to talk to Jeff. Yeah, yeah you probably don't want to talk to me because I mean, <laughs> that was months ago, 2020, but I'll leave that alone. Um, something too, I've, I'm sitting on connecting directors. My really good friend, Monica Torres is putting out some great content for embalming. Um, I know that she's speaking uh, on a circuit some this year as we're getting back out. So uh, I'm excited that you're doing that on Connecting Directors. And we need to have Monica here because I think she's giving probably the freshest, best perspective of embalming in the business right now. Yeah, yeah. She's, she absolutely, fresh is the right word. Um, and, you know, it, it's funny. So I love Monica. You love Monica. She's been a guest before, like you said. My wife has gone to conferences with me for years and my kids. Everybody's seen our family. Um, my wife had a conversation as a cosmetologist with uh, Monica at NFDA, whenever the last one was, so ever long ago. And you know, my wife, as a cosmetologist, was hired by a lot of local funeral homes to do hair and makeup. And she was talking with Monica. She's like, man, that lady's smart. Like she, th this makes a ton of sense what she's educating on because my wife has seen it firsthand in the funeral home, um, you know, working with funeral directors on, on kind of the beautification of, of the deceased. And Monica's got some great tips. Uh, so we're featuring every week her embalming tip of the week, as well as uh, some of her more kind of in-depth, longer form content. Love the wave she is making. Uh, she was one of the highest rated virtual presentations at NFDA's virtual conference last year. So just really cool, excited to be able to partner with her and bring some fresh perspective in the realm of, of embalming. That's a conversation that doesn't get covered a lot and is a huge part of you know, the business and, and dealing with families. I agree with you. And uh, Monica doesn't live too far from us here at our uh, abode. And uh, she's a cigar gal too. So that's, uh, that puts her up on the top of the list of folks I enjoy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll have her on soon. And I think, you know, we need to circle back with someone from NFGA uh, to share with the, you know, just our audience and audience in general, uh, some specifics. I think tomorrow for NFDA members, there is a seminar um, that's free to members. So please, if you're part of that organization, make sure and sign in to learn about it. But uh, if not, then we'll have something out here uh, on Funeral Nation in the field to get down yeah. a little more nuts and bolts of it. And it's important that the profession, all funeral homes understand, because this is going to be a big headline nationwide and families are going to be asking you about this and you really need to be um, educated on the process and what you can provide and how you can talk about it um, with the families that are reaching out and your community and the families that you've served in the in the past you know year and a half so um, I think that's super important that you're versed on it you know, what a, what a great opportunity to profile your funeral home as an authority in the community. Learn what you can, reach out to your community, and you know what? Have local seminars. Uh, sure. To me, it's a great idea because if they're being reimbursed dollars uh, that they paid out, they can use those dollars they're receiving from the government to write a pre-need on themselves. Mm -hmm. so, That's exactly uh, right. That's I don't know, point. but uh, I would make it, uh, make it known in the community that you're the resource as a funeral home owner to uh, talk about the FEMA reimbursement, whether they were your family or not, still be the resource. 
Okay. Daggone it, Jeff. Here you go. You're acting like an owner again and thinking like an owner. You're not allowed to do that. I know. It's uh, it's just innate in here uh, to me that, you know, let's think about the bigger picture rather than the, the smaller one. But like anyway, uh, we've got great weather for the weekend out here in Phoenix, Scottsdale. My nephew's yep. coming to town to hang out with me. I'm excited about that. So um, some point over the weekend, I'm sure you'll get a text from me. Hey, dude, did you get to play golf or something like that, right? That's right. That's right. Looking forward to it. So, all right. Appreciate you, Commander. Until next time, y'all have a great effing week. Out here. Get you out of here. Get you out of here.